Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew of Sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com. And the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. Links will be in the show notes as always. Also at the end of this episode, I have the outtakes for the session. Speaking of, on this episode, Rowan gets revenge, Rigel plays support, and End of Sadness cranks up the Doom music. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 8, Battle at Archimedes Laser Building. Brendan, as the storyteller. Either as the Celestial Censor. Devin, as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. And Sam, as Rowan of the Lunar Exalted. The, the day passes, you all have your moment, uh, and eventually meet back up at the Curry place. Tobias is there, oh. actually bright and early, kind of waiting by the door for you all. He looks like he's had a not a lot of sleep, um, judging by the bags under his eyes and the way that he's a little bit twitchy. Um, he's probably on his way more, uh, he's probably on way more espresso than he would ever care to admit. Hey, uh, I see you guys are here. Uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, do you mind if when we finish this up, if I get a to-go bag for Danzin over at the gym? He let me sleep over there last Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll throw some bills on the table and order two pitchers of, you know, beer. Let's get this started. Oh, fantastic. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a, I had a rough night. Uh, the... Mm. Nothing that a tequila sunrise can't fix. You know what? Fair. I don't think that... Yeah, I don't think I've had this much to drink in a while, but uh, I feel this is the time to enjoy that. You know, might get murdered by Felicity any moment. We're not going to get murdered by someone who is so unimportant we get their full name the first time we hear about them, while they have a mysterious master who we haven't heard about. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He kind of stares at you for a moment and just kind of goes, Wow, you're like, you're really giving me some like cultist vibes over here, man. Ooh. Ooh. Are you from our future? <laughs> um, that's an interesting question that I don't really have the right answer to. But as far as I know, what I know comes from our past. Oh, well, rad, 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 Um, So, and he kind of turns to Rowan. Bud, are you willing to help? Because if not, I got I to gotta find a new place to live. Uh, yes, uh, I, I'm willing to help as best as I can. Uh, as soon as you say that, he, there is, like, this tension in his face and his body just kind of, like, drains. And he's like, oh, thank God. I believe End of Sadness also said uh, they were willing to help as well. Uh, not 
sure. If... Yeah, absolutely. Yes. The the question is, what exactly are we to do? Um, I can go in and out of the spirit world. It's sneaky. Can get to places otherwise unseen. Wait, wait. You can just go in and out. It, it, there's places that it's easier. Yeah, we fake. Yeah, Rowan brought us on vacation to the spirit world back when we went to the Loch Ness. It was fantastic. Real catch. It, it takes at least a, 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 an adept to be able to go into the spirit world. I mean, do I have to take you there in person right now to prove it? No, 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 not, of, not, not at all. I'm just, that's honestly kind of amazing. You will find we are adept at subverting your expectations. He finishes off his beer and then gives you a, a clap. Oh, all right. Um, so, Felicity Butler. Like I mentioned before, she's uh, she's kind of our target. Does this person have a Facebook and social media? Not one that is useful. Okay. Ha- um, that was actually me and Teddy's first uh, idea um, was to uh, mess with her social media, like like do do a bunch of stuff. Um, she she's kind of one of those people who has an account with her smiling and has never posted and never liked a thing. Ah, damn. Um, what about the London CCT net- V network? Have you been able to track her through that? Um, yes, a little bit, but she tends to disappear over time. Hmm, arcane. She, uh... Yes. We're not sure what's causing it, but over time she is uh, just disappearing uh, we think that she might be messing with hmm. the hard drives in some way or that her magic is interfering with uh recording her okay but i do have something up my sleeve and outside of pulling it out of his sleeve he actually pulls it out of his purse and he hand he kind of like sets it in the middle of the table I have her itinerary for the next week. Uh, She's been keeping it, like a peasant, written down. So... I'll uh, put a phone over it and scan and OCR the text in. And then start... If there's locations and times and dates, I'll start having a schedule built out by one of my computers. Uh, It starts happening, uh, and you can see a general... Uh, I assume that one of your smart rats or however that you deal with technology today uh, is going to show you. It's a cell phone. It's just a cell phone. I just scan it with a cell phone with a camera and then it sends it back to my computer farm and they'll start putting locations down and like putting pins on Google Maps, building out like how long it gets, what features are along the way, how someone would travel, match it up with the time zones and stuff, and then just like build out like a nice little... 3D representation on a tablet on the table of her schedule that you can like move along with your finger. One of the things that you start looking at, hmm, I'm trying to think if you would need to roll for this. You know what? We don't roll enough in this sometimes. Um, I feel like that a anyone who's looking at this, 
a intelligence and uh, alertness roll would be the uh, the thing to do. Or computers. Oh, thank Christ. Whichever one's higher, take your pick. Uh, Excellent. Okay. What's difficulty and what are we trying to suss out? Uh, difficulty is going to be a seven, and you're trying to suss out if there's anything weird about her movements. Okay. Three successes. Eight. <laughs> On eight dice. I know, Three right? Tens. Oh, dear. Christ. Uh, what'd you get, Rowan? Oh, uh, two. Okay. So with two successes, uh, looking at this, um, these, these movements seem unnatural with the timestamps that are supposed to be on them. Can't figure out how or why, but they are definitely unnatural. With three successes, I believe was the next one. Yeah. Um, you have an idea based off the fact that you know that she is supernatural of some kind, that she is using some kind of supernatural movement to get around. On eight freaking successes, how do I even let you know that her entire itinerary... So, basically, her itinerary for the day is to move all around London to multiple different firms. By looking at these firms and how that they are connected and how that she is moving about, it is... For Rigel, you immediately realize that she is moving around in a classical pentagram format that works... The best way that I can put it is is that it... By her... As that you know, she is some kind of nefandus. If she is moving about in this way, using her magic, she is actually warping reality in a very bad way at the points where she's doing it and where she's exiting. By doing this, she is causing... Um, in the circle of the area, which you guys ironically are inside of, she is causing a sphere of extreme bad luck to people. If you can stop her, the bad luck stops. Normally, I would not tell you guys the bad guy's plan, but Rigel has a mage background, and has gotten eight successes. I mean, yeah. Clearly she was doing a correspondence or something. Or, you know, something... I don't oh, know. yeah, you know about Mage. Yes, I got Occult... Like, you actually know what they're capable of. Yes, I got Occult 5 yeah. and Speciality in Mages. <laughs> yep. God damn, that's good. Well, this is perfect, then. We know where she's going to be, so we can cut her off ahead of time. And, heck, you know what? Oh, no, us knowing where she's going to be is really not in her favor because this gives us time to fuck with these places. Are these all, like, offices and business places? Uh, these are, in fact, all offices and business places. Oh, shit, she's in trouble. Go on. What do you have in mind, end of sadness? 
Well, first things first, uh, do you know how easy it is to call in a bomb threat and get a place cleared out ahead of time so no one's in the crossfire? I guess it'll be really easy if it's you really have simple. disposable rat cell phones. Uh, I just plug in like a like a Furby or a Raspberry Pi to like a public phone line out in the boonies and that's where they all go. And then a crow picks up the Furby and you never find evidence of what did it. <laughs> Trust me, her being in an office building is her it is suicide on her part. There's machines in there, computers, there there's cameras. We can yeah, my people can go in completely plain clothes and no one's going to be able to, you know, know what's going on until it's too late. Oh no. Well, once more caveat to that, you We have a home turf advantage. Well, she's a will worker and you know, your people probably count as sleepwalkers, so they wouldn't be as bad for casting magic when it comes down to, but... Uh, Toby kind of looks what, up... What, do you think we should go... Yes? Toby kind of looks up and goes, yeah, that is kind of the bonus to having uh, a bunch of uh, sleepwalkers around, uh, is... Their magic, bec- their magic, like my magic, becomes very hard to cast without problems happening. Are you saying we should go the other way then? Make sure there's a lot of people around to perceive her and make her magic that much more difficult. <sighs> so because we can do that, it's a it's, it's a give and take. It's yeah, you're um, putting a lot more innocent people in danger that way, but that's one yeah, surefire way of dealing with you know will workers. The so if we were dealing with the technocracy, I would absolutely recommend that we do this. But she's not technocracy. She's she's worse. She's she doesn't care. I would rather her have the benefit of being able to cast a little bit easier instead of her hurting people who don't deserve to be hurt. Yeah, exactly. Plus, if she's doing okay, right. then uh, that's coincidental. Okay, so yeah, let's go over your plan. End of sadness. Do we want boots on the ground? Because having one of my teams in place might uh, give us some manpower, some extra options. But if you think it's too dangerous for them, I could always have them hold off. None of them are really combat tested yet. Hasn't come up. Well, if they're combat capable, I think they they fare better than at least myself. All right, then yeah, okay. We should probably bring a few of my uh, we should probably bring a few of the children in then to make sure we at least have cover for you guys. A resource team. I'm just thinking. What good? if we did have an actual bomb threat in the building and it collapsed on her? Oh, uh, I'm not sure if I'm. I mean, I'm I'm down with that. I I have a team for that. So both of those are workable. I guess out of character, how do you guys want to deal with this threat? <laughs> right? Like, look, if these buildings are so crucial to the ritual that them being around is going to help her, I can make a call and those buildings can start being knocked down. And then she has nothing to use to actually like do her ritual. Hmm. Well, you said that she relies on luck, though. Right? That's what you said? Luck and uh, yeah. physics. Luck and physics is what that I saw from her. It sounds to me like something collapsing on top of her would be 
something that she could easily combat. You know, oh no, I'm very lucky, so nothing hits me on the way down. Oh no, physics. Fair enough. Move it over there, so I'm not sure. Because I don't don't really think we want to do huge demolitions. I, I like the buildings. Yeah, buildings are great, but an office building's not a building, it's a cage. So, you know, no love lost there. All right, so, for reals, though, I want to let you all know that one of the buildings that she's going to teleport to is 20 Fenchurch Street. Oh. I don't know what that is. Oh. That's the one that I talked about earlier. About oh, the, you know what? The one that melts cars. Maybe we can demolish that oh, one. Oh, the laser building? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the laser building. Oh, the death laser building is something we want to keep. <laughs> I'm, my, I'm suddenly that plan has rocketed up to high tier now. <laughs> Listen, you guys can just fight her inside there and cause enough collateral damage to cause it to, to collapse after you called in the bomb threat. Ah, oh, this is... Hmm. It's win, win, win. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, my smart rats can head on inside and cut security because I, I just don't want to spend a lot of time taking over security there. And then once we go in after the threat goes, there won't be really any evidence of our presence. So once we're out, we're out, right? Okay. Yes, so yeah, minus all the police being around for the bomb threat. No, no. What we do is we call in bomb threats in several other areas that they'll be drawn to so all their resources are spread too thin. Like how you get out of a speeding ticket. <laughs> By having 10 other people speed tickets as well? By No, you call in a bomb threat, or you have their phone text them that one of their family members is in the hospital. They immediately don't give the ticket and head off. <sighs> I feel like you've done this before. This Have you guys not? No. N- no. Huh. I mean, it's real easy, you know, ways to get out of these situations. Like, it's like the first thing in the book. Your mind is terrifying into sadness. Have you tried driving... No really response to that. Have you tried driving an expensive car so that wouldn't pull you over? Oh, you're talking about that fucking purple Royce you have? Oh my god, that car's cherry. Yes. Oh. So... I can at least get us out of there. As I said, in and out, it would be fairly easy for me to do. I guess I could be... Yeah, you flip us over to the spirit world. Oh yeah. That would make it easy. That's our escape plan. Uh, I would... We go in ghost, we flip on out, no mortals. Take them out, go go, go back ghost, and then, hey, listen, Rowan. Yes. I would love to see the spirit world. Sure. Sure, do you want to go there now? I mean, I have to go scout uh, it out anyway. I need to see if it's easy for me to get in and out. It should be fine for you, buddy. I believe in you. No, I mean, like, there are this places is... that are easier and harder to get out of. Oh, so I... <laughs> I was going to say, this is me, the GM, being like, hey, don't worry about wasting the essence to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is this is you, the GM, saying, let's just get it, to the good part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this is me, the GM, being like, hey, there's an actual fight that you guys have agreed to do coming up. <laughs> don't waste your essence on things you don't have to do, bud. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Would like to say, go there. Yeah, um, we need okay. to do the legwork prep work. We just assume that happens, and so on, so on, for the expediency's sake. Yeah, like like any good heist movie, we're past the tedious part where the group assembles and goes, "You son of a bitch!" And now we're getting ready for the heist. All right, 
Yeah. The heist is a murder, though. Like, We're stealing her life. Like, if you guys want to say you do it the following day, I'm totally cool with just hand-waving the, uh, you, you, you found the place that is the... You found the entrance and exit that, that has the lowest difficulty in the area of the gauntlet to get you guys in and out with minimal trouble. I'm totally cool with, like, hand-waving yeah. that if you guys want to just, like, kind of like, almost like a montage of, like, you did this and then everyone else did these other things to prepare. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Give me a second. Oh, no, I don't have enough essence to do what we're planning. Did you also count in regeneration of essence in the spirit world? Uh, no, I didn't do that. So it, it's going to take me, if we all go in, it, it's one essence per person. So if we, and at each point, whenever we cross the, the threshold. So that would be four trips. So that I need at least four, uh, 12 moats to do this. Well, we go in live and then we leave via the spirit world. So you're only flipping the door once. And then for the return, the return's not that big of a deal because we'll be in a safe area and we can just flip back. Okay, yeah. If we have to spend a little time in the spirit world, that's not a big deal. What this means is we can't bring a big team. Right. Yeah. So, shit. How do we want to do this? Because we're counting on the spirit world being our escape path, and there's one, two, three of us, not including any NPCs. Well, we can always punch in into the sewers. Just. Yeah, I mean, that was going to be my plan. Shouldn't be that hard to... Set that up. All right. Yeah, this will this yeah. will be the emergency. And plus, I, I can I can get. Yeah, you know, worst comes to worst, you bail some people out to the spirit world and take them out of here, and then who remains has to find their own way home. All right. All right then. Sounds like we're all ready. Okay. All right. So, for my prep work, we got to make sure we get the building cleared out, right? Like that's going to be a priority. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and once we get it cleared out, we're not going to want people inside, right? Or if they do come inside, in my mind, she's going to be in an upper floor and that building's really tall. So when that building locks down, as long as we cut the elevators, it's going to take forever for first responders to actually get up to the higher floors and interfere with however this fight breaks down. That's kind of what I'm envisioning. You know, the doors locked down and all that shit. Yeah, that works. So we delay time for like the mortals making their way up to us, which means it gives us a bunch of time to deal with her in the building. That should be simple enough to prep on my own. And I'll also like, if this is going to be like a, okay, if we can't bring Fomori because we can't really escape a bunch of them, then I'm probably going to bring a few of those Boston dynamic dogs and like flight drones and animal Fomori. Cause the animals can escape a lot easier. We need to go. I need to go to the kennel. Oh boy. Fuck the robots. I'll uh, withdraw some dogs from the kennel. I don't think that we have talked about the kennel um, on podcast, on recording. To the very brief overview is End of Sadness collects animals, uh, and some of them have to be turned into Fomori to survive, and the kennel is where they live. And it's a nice place. End of Sadness takes care of them. And they're taken care of by the rest of the cult. There's another place called the farm where the healthy animals go to get adopted out. Oh, That aren't Fomori. Yeah, it's an actual farm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to grab a few loyal dogs. Like, I don't know, four dogs should be good, you think, guys? They're half-demon. What does half-demon do to their stats? Because there's probably going to uh, be attack rolls they get to be rolled. 
there should be a default stat block in the book for Fomori, and then you just assign what powers you think they have. Uh, if I were you, I'd go for the ones that crank up their strength, dex, and stamina. I'm not allowed to make my own Fomori and give you generic stat blocks for what an average, you know, cyber demon dog looks like. So that's on you, dog. Yeah, I'm gonna bring four dogs with me. Okay. And obviously, I'll have rats on me, but that they're they're utility animals. Okay. Same with crows. Rigel and Rowan, anything that you guys want to do before? I don't have much of a combat character, so I'm guessing maybe I'll be doing some support somewhere else, you know, dealing with the, I know, cutting the elevators and so on, I know, something craft related maybe? Yeah, okay. Okay, so you're going to be, uh, it, it's not the exact trope, but I want to say like Rigel during combat is going to be the guy in the van. Yeah. Uh, so Rigel is going to be. Yeah, I mean, if you could coordinate. Go ahead. We, we could have a van, a literal van type thing set up where information is being fed to you from like security demons, and you could be helping us coordinate because we'll be in the middle of the firefight over an earpiece, I guess. Do you have stats and powers to let you do good stuff with that? Oh, I don't have powers to like help you with anything. Again, I'm a crafter, so I think if you <laughs> want to disassemble stuff or assemble stuff, I can do that. Right, but he can be on like he can be on like a different floor, like stopping yeah. the elevators from coming up, or like, hey, Rigel, uh, she's trying to cast a fireball. Can you like let the sprinkler system go off on this side? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So Rigel's gonna basically be I, basically your guy in the van. He's gonna be like your support guy who is not in combat but is helping with it. Yep. That sounds great, especially with your ability to deal with tech stuff or like machinery and stuff. And Rowan, is there anything that you want to help out with besides uh, obviously uh, Tobias is going to be coming in to help you guys? Okay. Uh, Rowan is just going to be basically the escape route uh, who can hold his own. Okay. With preparations finished, you all find yourself. Uh, what time do you guys go to. Uh, the building. Um, when is she going to this building? That'll kind of let us know how much earlier we'll get there. Um, she is going to be there around four o'clock in the afternoon. So what do you figure, guys? About a couple minutes beforehand? Probably. It seems reasonable. Like okay, 15 minutes at least. Yes. Okay. So you guys go there. There is a lot of commotion there as that people are ducking around little bits that are on the sidewalk. Uh, you can kind of see them, like, moving away from stray sunbeams, essentially. <laughs> and as you guys are there, for effect's sake, could you all please roll me, at a difficulty six, a stamina and athletics roll? Oof. So that's one dice for me. I guess I'll spend a willpower on that. <laughs> sure. Three successes. One success. Two successes. All right. For some reason, it was rolling my dice over and over, and I realized that ten again uh, had selected itself. Oh, no. So. Yeah. End of sadness and Rowan. There is a sudden gust of wind that billows 
through your clothes that kind of like if you guys were wearing capes or like trench coats or something or jackets that were open this would be the perfect time to look cool as that you had your hands on your hips looking at the building that your target was going to be in tobias kind of stands with you all and does the same thing rigel on the other hand uh takes a step forward and is blown a little bit back by a sudden gust of wind. It's not much. It doesn't throw you out into the road, but it's enough to kind of stop the scene from having a good, like, uh, like if, if there was a camera looking in front of you, you would have messed up the shot. Oh, no. Your hair is blown this way and that. It doesn't look the best, but that's yeah. fine. That's not what you got. You guys aren't here to look cool. You guys are here to solve a problem. So, you all walk into 20 Fenchurch Street. God, and this building. This building is so horrible. How are you guys going to go up to the Sky Garden? Are you taking the elevators? Are you are taking we, the stairs? Are we clearing this building the way we said we were? Like... I believe I mean, so. Probably. Okay, so Endosadness walks in in a bomb squad outfit with a bunch of dogs in bomb squad outfits, and the bomb call gets called in, and, it, and the evacuation order starts going in. <sighs> okay. Because that was the plan, right? Right. Yeah. That was, in fact, the plan. Okay. I just wanted to double check. By the way, this is not this is this is not a real life bomb squad costume. Uh, and a sadness paid a costumer to make it, you know, on Patreon or whatever. So you currently look like uh, Fat Man from Metal Gear Solid 2? I'm going to assume in good faith, yes. Basically, you have a, uh, a, a bomb disposal jacket. Actually, Peter made a good point in text. Peter has perfect craftsman powers, so this might be something he whipped up real quick. Oh. Which might be... Uh, I think that's better. Yeah, Pete did this. Yeah. Well, since probably uh, like if that uh, bomb thing got called, which means all the elevators went off, we could always do a manual override and you, you know get you guys up there fast while everybody is you know rushing down on stairs. That's perfect. If we yeah. can do that, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll go down to the service thing for the elevators and you know just to rig something up. Because I probably do override. have a manual overrides there. Do you have a charm that can do that, or do you want to roll something for that? Well, I'll use my Craftsman Needs No Tools, and yeah. You, you, yeah, no, with craftsman, craftsman Needs No Tools, you could easily do that. Do you want a dog with you, just in case? I mean, I should be fine. I'm far away from everybody else, and looking inconspicuous. Okay. Okay. So then all the dogs are going with uh, End of Sadness and Rowan? Yes. Yeah, as soon as we get to the elevator, uh, End of Sadness will start stripping off the bomb squad costume off of him or them and going under the dogs and like starting to grab bits from like their satchels that are hidden under their uh, bomb dog armor. Okay. Is this the point where we stop being incognito? Yeah, this feels about right. End of Sadness will just 
point this out. We're going to the top levels, and if I know, and we check the evacuation schedule for this building, the exec levels get evacuated first on the uh, fire elevators. So when we get up there, it should be nearly empty. Yes, and the public viewing area just closed down, so all the people were taken out and uh, shoot out anyway. Exactly. All right. It's a good thing. On the fly, End of Sadness and uh, Whispers are taking parts from those satchels and assembling uh, makeshift shotguns out of them and loading them and getting, like, ammo bandoliers on. On the ride up, the 44 floors or so, there's 37 plus the three-story sky guard. Good God. Right. On on the ride up, uh, Tobias just, like, if y'all need anything, uh, let me know. I can uh, help you out. Uh, he kind of like like scrunches his like clenches his fist and goes, "Making weapons out of nothing is my forte. Well, not nothing. I need things, but I can do it. All right. If Sounds not, good. just give me." Uh, let me know what you want me to do. Basically, what I'm letting you guys do with Tobias is that if you guys wanted to, like, either contact him over, like, cell phone for, like, uh, Rigel talking to him or, like, you two yelling orders to him to do something cool to set you all up, he will totally do. We should all have Bluetooth earpieces at this point. True. Little mics. Yeah, we, we have them now. It's been handled. Yeah, yeah. You guys are set up with a comm system. Sounds red. Sounds good. So, Sadness, Rowan, Tobias, Whispers, and the four bomb dogs get up to the Sky Garden. The Sky Garden, despite its name, is... More like a bunch of potted plants and trees put onto a floor that could hold, like, a cafe. Maybe not a cafe, maybe a small restaurant. But it's not the kind of interesting looks that the words Sky Garden evokes. It's very... The words Sky Garden undersell this as hard as we can possibly say. It is more like a mall uh, food court than anything. You all get there. And upon getting there, you see that there are a couple of people. There is a rather average height lady with blonde hair glasses and a uh, black dress standing in front of a tree uh, in a pot that is dead. Um, Across from the potted tree is a tall beanpole of a man who is more like lanky, sinewy, like very long-limbed, almost unnaturally so, and is staring, I don't want to say slack-jawed, but is staring towards the lady in a subservient pose, 
on the if they were west and east on the north and south are two other forms that look like emaciated people question mark the best way that i can put them is they look almost ghoulish um there is a la- a certain lack of color to their skin their hair is non-existent and they have you can kind of see like the veins coursing through uh their body they do not look healthy um their lips are kind of curled back and their fingernails are elongated uh despite the sun uh that is clearly beating down on them uh they almost just reflect it back they are that kind of pale that does not appear to absorb any kind of like sunlight to help them it's not a good look the two that are at the north and south appear to be bowing, raising up, bowing again, raising up, as the two that are at west and east are chanting at this dying plant. That as the doors of the elevator open, you all can see this plant is withering. Uh, All all other plants in the area are alive, healthy, well-to-do, this one is withering and dying. What do you all do? Uh, Rowan looks to end of sadness. He said, no more incognito, I suppose. End of sadness nods. A rat runs out from their pants to plug into the nearby sound system and run a track from Doom 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Rowan cracks his neck. And what little anima you can see uh, fades to black as it covers his entire skin. And he quite swiftly transforms into a probably seven, eight foot tall half stag man just looming down from behind End of Sadness. End of Sadness gestures to you. I knew you had another voice in there. (laughs) <laughs> perhaps not the time looking over as you all exit the elevator oh it's Rowan oh boy Rowan you can see Felicity Butler there uh, she has obviously you guys are not hiding your presence uh, has noticed you but has not had the chance to act you move at initiative 17. Right. What do you want to do, bud? Rowan, still covered in the darkness from his no moon anima, like the terrible night stalker that he is embodying, leaps from what little shadow there was and barrels full forward towards Felicity at his uh, double speed rate uh, to slam at her and throw her away from her plant. It seems like a good idea, but why not? Basically, I'm going to strike at her. 
Okay, so that sounds like a dex and brawl roll to hit her. Uh, difficulty is going to be a six. Let me know how many successes that you get. I might as well use one of my excellencies to add in some extra dice. Uh, difficulty six, you said? Yep. Uh, that's four successes. She is not going to abort her attack action and is instead going to take this. So if you could roll me, um, what is your strength? Uh, in this form, five. Holy shit, bud. Okay, if you could roll me nine dice at difficulty six. Unless you're... Whatever you're using to hurt her has a modifier. Like it does something. have a modifier. Oh, it does. Yes. What is the modifier? Uh, plus two. Sorry, brawl inflicts strength plus two damage. Okay, then go. add another two dice to that. Okay. Uh, that would be nine pieces of damage. Lethal. Uh, yes. Oh, so. soak. She is going to use, uh, seeing you come in and being very stunned at the sudden act of uh, this deer coming out of a fucking elevator, she is going to use some of her magic to try and soak it. Uh, She's going to use some of her forces magic specifically to try and sap some of the forces some of the force from your hit before that she uh she soaks it and she is going to use one of her quintessence to get an automatic success she is going to get uh one success on that which is going to lower your damage down to eight from nine and then she is going to attempt to soak it and she is going to soak two damage having you deal six lethal to her. Uh. Holy shit, bud. We're, uh, actu- the way that actual World of Darkness combat works is obscene. Yes. Um, she is gored by your antlers. Flung backwards. Um, she more or less hits a wall, uh, like like some of the glass, and it kind of cracks behind her from the force that you just hit her with. And she kind of slides down with a dazed look in her face. And that is your turn. After 17, the next one up is... Two cyber dogs. Two cyber dogs. Linky and Clyde. So, Blinky, uh, now that their equipment's off, these are four large dogs. Blinky was probably like a German Shepherd that was rescued uh, from like a hit and run or something. They were going to put him down. And now he's a cyber demon. He's coated in an exoskeleton of brass and black armor that looks like it came from like a bulldozer. Blinky is going to chase down one of those emaciated ghouls and hit it on two successes for four damage. No, you know what? I think that it's going to... Do you want to hit the one on 13 or the one on 11? The one on 13. Okay. I'm prioritizing the high initiative, guys. It's going to take it. It soaks none of it. (laughs) So that is three damage, I believe you said. 
Or no, four? Four. Four, okay. Right, and then what is uh, the other one going to do? So Clyde is an actual fireman Dalmatian, and it had a pretty bad accident, and the firefighters came to me about it, and I kind of took over Clyde. So I'm taking care of Clyde now. Clyde is built in with a plasma cannon in its mouth that it charges on a familiar one-on and fires at, and I fucked it up and missed, so uh, nothing happens. Oh, no. But, uh, probably because it, it got tumbled over. It didn't get hit by a plasma round made of hellfire. Wow. Oh, shit. I didn't roll for Pinky yet. I'll get to Pinky. Player characters go before NPCs. So if you want to go for Pinky, go for it. All right. So Pinky's also going to go for 13 on two successes. 13 on two successes. Okay. How much damage are you, are you doing? 10 dice. Holy shit. Familiar one is going to... What is Pinky doing? Well, I got four successes on it, but Pinky is going to jump on on Familiar One, the one that the other two have already attacked, and join on in in tearing it apart. Oh, boy. Familiar One is... They're going to risk it. They they have tried to... They're going to be dumb. They're going to risk it. How many... How much damage is that? Four. Okay, they somehow soak three. And yet I think, oh, no, so they take one damage. All right, so next up at 13 is Familiar One, that ghoul that just got attacked by Pinky. They are going to take long claws that they kind of extend from their uh, hands and go to rake at the dog's neck. I'm going to have to do a soak roll, so which dog? Uh, it's going to be Pinky. Okay, perfect. They have soak seven. Okay, they, they do succeed with one success. Four successes on the soak roll. Okay. They get three successes on damage, so Pinky takes no damage. Pinky soaks all of it. Oh, man. After, now who's disposable Pentex? <laughs> After 13 is 11, which is Rigel, but also the second familiar. Let's switch the camera from the bloody everything that's happening to Rigel down in the, uh, the tech lab, or wherever that Rigel is controlling everything. Being able to see everything... Um, there's a couple options that are open to you, Rigel, uh, from sprinklers to fire suppression systems to literally anything else that the that a modern-day skyscraper might have from the central hub. Is there anything you would like to use to help your friends? Well, let's give it a fire suppression, but it seems that we have the fire dog over on our side. <laughs> so it seems that you know there isn't really anything I'd need to help with right now. So I guess I'll just hold my action, maybe. Okay. If you're gonna hold your action, what I'm gonna let you do, if you see anything during either an enemy turn or a player turn that you think you can help with, that'll like turn the tides in case it like rolls are bad or you want to add the damage. Just let me know, 
and we will like kind of work that in. Sounds good. So after 11s comes to familiar two, which is also at 11. After the uh, this familiar has seen this deer run out of the the elevator and just absolutely maybe not murder Felicity, but really freaking close to it. Uh, This ghoulish thing gets up and goes to try and take out Rowan with a clawed hand. Uh, Rowan, you've already had your turn. You can either sacrifice your next turn to dodge or just let it go and soak. We'll let you know this thing just got five successes on you. Uh, I don't know what that... Uh, probably sounds like I should try to dodge. So, when you dodge, even if the, you don't succeed, whatever the, your dodge number is, is going to detract from their total successes. Okay. However, if you use a defense, basically what you're doing is you're kind of since you've already gone during this turn, you're kind of using your next turn okay, to, like, negate it. All right. No, that sounds reasonable in this case. Uh, so dodge would be dex and athletics. Okay. A difficulty... Six. Okay. Uh, that so, would be three. Okay. So that means that this thing gets uh, two plus on you from their strength of uh, three. Okay, uh, Rowan. Do you have any things that help you with soak? Uh, I don't believe so. Just other than high stamina. What is your stamina? Uh, five. They rolled to deal you four bashing damage with their claws. So if you could roll your stamina. Okay. Uh, two. So two bashing. Okay. So you take two bashing. Well, you get into minus one health thing. So though you'll be rolling, you're rolling at minus one now. Okay. Okay. So that was 11. So next up would be 10, which is End of Sadness. Okay. End of Sadness is going to level their shotgun at Familiar 2. Just going to shoot them. They're not surrounded by allies yet. Just going to take an easy shot. Okay. That is X plus firearms, which is six. Two successes. And a shotgun is... I believe that it's eight lethal. Eight damage. Yeah, so eight plus two. Four damage. I'm going to have them try to soak it. Because they're supernatural, so they get to soak it. They don't have a whole lot of soak. They manage to soak two damage. Okay, just two then. Okay, and the status was at 10, and then the next person who's at 10 is Felicity Butler, who currently has a negative 5 and is against the wall. She is going to just, like, <clears throat> like cough up, like, a huge gout of blood, like, as that Rowan dealt an extreme amount of internal damage to her. And she looks to the other person that isn't that isn't one of the familiars. And she just kind of smiles and she goes, Deacon, take out that deer. Not gonna die for nothing. And you all kind of 
feel for a moment. It feels like reality itself is kind of pressing in on you all. Like that kind of feeling as if you're holding your hands at just the point before your knuckles crack. But it's not there and it refuses to bend. And it's a kind of a tense moment. And then the pressure releases as this young lady who pointed towards Rowan has a sudden growth of red and black sprout up from belly button to like right shoulder like out about like three feet that she just starts yelling about as her magic backfires and she takes eight levels of lethal from uh, Paradox Backlash. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yep, she wraps around with the full axe. So like, she explodes? She super explodes in cancerous outgrowths. <laughs> Oof. Can I use charisma to make it seem like Rowan did that? I don't know if I want to be responsible for that. <laughs> Just so hard, she explodes. I don't... I don't know that either, though, because it seems like it'd be cool if people knew that if the deer ever touches you, you explode. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. The deer makes you explode. Uh, you know what? Li- yeah. mm, what? Let me uh, let me look at... Okay, so obviously you're not going to get the transparent away. bonus from Charisma. Do you want to roll me... I don't, I'm not going to give you the leadership bonus on this. <laughs> Do no, you want to roll me manipulation and subterfuge? I'm going to say difficulty eight on if the deer touches you, you explode. I can get that through through body language. Sure. Unless you don't want it, Sam. Oh, no, I think it's funny. Go, go for it. Good. I'm glad. It's uh. the only reason this matters. I spend a willpower. <laughs> you literally be fist of the North Star. You punch someone and they monologue for a bit and then they explode. Oh no. Uh, no successes, but I spent a willpower. So one. Okay, you get one success. Um, you successfully convince the familiars that uh, the deer in deer speech yelled And then uh, he now has ten, uh, now Felicity had ten seconds to live, and then exploded. Yeah, um, That's all I ever wanted. Hope don't know Shinken. Look, all I'm saying is, if there's any survivors, that's going to spread around, and people are going to be more afraid of you, and that's all we really want here. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! We're inverting um, the power structure. I'm going to say oh that. Um, to not freak out all of the other people that aren't Felicity spend a willpower. Because <laughs> I'll be real, that was scary. <sighs> not not everyone, not not you guys, but the enemies spend a willpower. Fair, fair. There it is. You guys knew this was coming. Well, maybe, maybe not, not the maybe cancer not the explosion. Cancer. 
maybe not the cancer explosion, but the enemies were like, oh no. This, oh, this was you... exactly how End of Sadness imagined the night going. <laughs> this is what you get for teleporting all over the place. This is matching up to expectations. <laughs> Sadness just went. So next up is. Whisper. Ah, excellent. Okay, so Whisper got seven successes, and the damage they roll is six lethal on top of the seven successes, so 12 dice of damage. Who are you targeting? Familiar one. No, wait, Familiar two. Okay. Familiar two is gonna try to dodge that. And that'll affect my damage dice, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm at 12. Tell me how many you shave off. I shave off five somehow. So I got seven. eight, 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 and nine. Five damage. Um, how many they soak? They soak one. That's five. Oh, boy. So next up at seven is Inky. Shit. Uh, Inky is going to maul familiar one. Okay. Dice. I think that they've already tried to dodge, so I don't think they can try to dodge again. Yeah, that's the magic of focus fire. Well, well actually, penalty. Three successes. Roll damage. Okay, so damage from Inky is strength plus one aggravated. So they can't soak this if uh, unless they're really good. Because that's actually really hard to do in World of Darkness. They get a beautiful... Uh, oh, hey, I had a 1 and a 10 that cancel each other out, so no aggravated damage. Holy shit. Oh, they live today. Yeah, Inky does egg. Blinky <laughs> and Pinky have an exoskeleton, and Clyde has uh, a plasma gun. <laughs> okay. Next up, finally, at Initiative 7, is the other mage. This is going to get fun. Oh, just to interrupt slightly, but when she was alive, Felicity was a creature of darkness, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good, 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 good. So, what does this mage that we forgot to cap do? Deacon is going to make a roll and use some quintessence on that roll to give him an automatic success. Can they use okay. a willpower on mage rolls? <laughs> what the Deacon is going to do is for a moment he's staring shocked at Felicity's body and the next moment he is on top of Rowan as there is a slight pop and then re-pop as that he has moved space and time to help him. Rowan, you suddenly find a mage on top of you, on, on your deer back. You can either roll me dex and athletics to try and buck him off, or soak whatever's coming your way. Uh, haven't I used up my action, though? Ah, uh, you're right. You have. I mean, not that I want to. So just the soak, then? Uh, yes, the soak is going to be what's uh, coming. Uh, he's going to hit you with a brawl, uh, dex and brawl of uh, four. Okay. 
uh, and he is going to be adding lethal damage to his attack. Five stamina, minus one for the bashing. That is a three. Nice. Ironically, he rolls a three or for damage. So you do not take any damage, but you can feel his entropic claws sink into your rib cage and your essence and your uh, like like the blessing of Luna pushes it back as that you like do not take any damage, but you know that he was intending to rip apart your pattern. Ah, oh, ah, not great. No. And using that fancy uh, four successes that he got on his uh, time ability, he's going to take a second attack to swing over to uh, Blinky, one of the dogs. Because he's a bad guy, so of course he's going to attack a dog. <laughs> his funeral. Now he's in melee with them. He rolls space-bending grasp on his hand. Uh, he got three successes to hit. He deals three lethal damage as his the, his fingertips are laced with the correspondence of the Nefandic Labyrinth as that he literally pets the doggo in the most obscene fashion and rips their flesh into the labyrinth. Which would have been great if this guy wasn't a hack who sucked the bad demon juice and failed because my hell juice is better, soak four. <laughs> Fantastic. As this Nefendi chump uh, runs into something that has better mojo and better options. To Critters of Darkness, I radiate that aura with that charm I have. Creatures Ooh. of Darkness like this asshole understand that I'm their better conceptually. <laughs> so I believe that that uh, is the end of the first round. Who's next? I believe that Rowan, you already used your next turn to dodge. Oh no, uh, Rowan could buck him. <laughs> Looks like Blinky and Clyde. So I, I rolled for Blinky and Clyde. Blinky hit on three successes for Familiar One. Are they okay. going to try to dodge or get out of the way or make that uh, They are not going to. Okay. Ten lethal dice coming down the pipe. They literally do not have enough stamina to soak that. Okay, four uh, damage. <laughs> you said four damage? Uh, they, they literally... Uh, that, that would kill them anyway. Uh, they, they have... Uh, with with the negatives, they they only have like one die. All right. So Clyde got three successes on familiar two. Go ahead and roll it. Just make sure you don't roll zero damage. Uh, yeah, seven lethal for that one. Yeah, you good. And two damage. So I think that takes it out. Yeah, that does in fact take it out. Okay. Uh, in that case, we move down to initiative thirteen on Pinky. And Pinky's going for the one last guy standing in the room. Hello, Deacon. Oh, yeah, seven dice again. Yeah, four successes. Deacon is going to use his turn in reaction, spend a willpower, and use magic. And he's going to, like... I would like to warn Deacon that there's 11, le 11 dice of lethal coming down the pipe. 
that sucks. But theoretically, he can do this with his Arite 4. He is going to spend a Quintessence and a Willpower, and he is going to use his Clyphotic Correspondence to try and open a portal in front of him and send the damage towards Rowan. Oof. Uh-oh. Oh, this might not be good. I think you're the healer type. Uh... Right? You're a Lunar. You have a bunch of regeneration innate tricks, right? He's uh, the white mage. I assumed. No. I assumed. He manages... <laughs> oh, no. He only manages to do three on his roll versus your four. So... Uh-oh. The... Damage is not thrown at Rowan, but it is three of that damage that you had uh, done is uh, negated. Like, basically, it's shunted off into elsewhere as if he opens up a Clyphotic portal. So roll the 11 dice and just take three off the result? Yeah. Yeah, roll three dice. Okay, I'll roll eight dice then. One success. Okay. Lethal. And that was his turn. Uh, oh, that's a problem for him then, because there's yeah, no one else left. Can we have captured him? And now he's on a chopping block in front of Rowan. Honestly, with uh, with with his plan having kind of turned uh, south, there's no other familiars. Felicity is dead. It's just him. I'm totally cool with you guys, kind of like with us, kind of. Uh, Fast forwarding, you guys kind of corner him, and he goes, Wait, 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 wait. I give up. Yeah, you misunderestimate who's in charge of the waiting and the giving up here. Well, I am last. I give up. I can give information if you let me live. All right, Rowan, this is your show. How do you want this to play out? Well, honestly, it's more about Tobias. We're the one helping him. <clears throat> Tobias kind of looks to you all. No, it's fine. This was more of show and tell. Uh, it's it's good that Tobias interfere. We were trying to show Tobias what's going to happen to people that try shit with us. <laughs> Tobias kind of looks to you all and goes, if he's truthful with us tell him if he can find a place that the traditions don't care about he's welcome to it otherwise he's dead i see i think that's goodness what that's an interesting offer rowan how did you want this to play out I'm not particularly fond of murdering people and seeing uh, Miss Butler explode in a pile of cancer was quite disgusting. Less death is better, in my opinion. But you are... I can feel just the blackness oozing from you. Uh, Tobias, look walks up to you, Rowan, and just goes, Listen, Rowan, this this man, he is he is Barabi. 
He has given himself to the labyrinth. He will kill and kill again. Get what information you can from him. And then end his suffering. I just want to point out, even if he wasn't super mega evil magic... Hey, buddy, you ever killed anyone before? (laughs) No... Yeah, its life is already forfeit. I'm going to give you guys... Even without the evil... A moment to figure out what you're going to ask him, but the moment that you say his life is already forfeit, like, this guy is already formulating a, air quotes, escape strategy. Yeah, I have a pitch for uh, the Nefandi that is actually the lead into that pitch is your life's already forfeit. We're now negotiating the terms of where of what happens after this life. <laughs> what happens after this life is not of my concern. The next unfortunate child that will inherit my avatar. <laughs> That's not what's going to happen. <laughs> you say that. You made a deal with me. They'll be and born I'm pissed about slant. it. Do you have any idea who you're talking to? Have you ever seen The Omen? <laughs> oh my god. You are, are these guys all this stupid? <laughs> Kill me. And some poor child somewhere. Maybe in Brixton. Maybe in Ireland. Maybe somewhere in the United States. Will inherit my... Okay, watch this. This is going to be fun. What's the one thing you want most in the world? What would you do to improve yourself? Just off the top of your head. The destruction of all government. About yourself. No, it has to be about yourself. About yourself. Come on. If you could improve one thing about yourself, what would it be? The one thing that I want is for the gauntlet between labyrinth and reality to be destroyed. One, two, three, four, five. Whatever dot would help that he gets, I'm guessing intelligence, because this does not seem like a thinker. (laughs) (laughs) So, wish granted. You you just wish grant him intelligence five? Well, plus one dot. Plus one dot. Okay. Okay, well, you shouldn't have said that out loud. We were clearly leading you like, oh my god, what's your name? What's your mage name? Is it Thinkingstein? (laughs) (laughs) I am Deacon Lane, and my avatar shall help towards dissension through all ages to come. Yeah, I can't can't believe you're the... I can't believe this is the smarter version of you, Deacon. Okay, so I'm now going to reveal to you what just happened through magic, so now you understand that I just granted you a wish, idiot. And now you understand what the consequences of defying me are. Do you see how you're immediately condemned to an afterlife? Probably your avatar too, of my choosing, where I get to lord over you forever. Because there were context clues in this conversation earlier, Deacon, where I was saying stuff about how you made a deal with me and I'm pissed about it, and you talked about the omen. That was a context clue. As I'm soon, here for you, dude. As soon as it, you reveal to him the nature of hell and everything, 
Uh, despite the fact that most people that you have ever revealed this nature to are like wide-eyed, freaking out, this is the first person that you have ever seen who smiles, who genuinely smiles at you. So, now you're ready to make a deal. <laughs> Please go ahead. Okay. Uh, do we need anything about his boss, or can we just extract that from gestures over to the dying person over there that we could clearly patch up? Oh, she exploded, right? Yeah, she, she's yeah, super like, exploded. She exploded or she's... Oh man, she's super dead. Eh. She's very dead. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what he could give us. Uh, perhaps the plans? I don't know. Uh, spill all of your master's most intimate secrets or suffer the consequences. The consequences of going to hell? <laughs> yeah, you're going to go into my hell. And it's not nearly as interesting as you think it is. Oh, I'm going to give him a vision of what the base plans of my hell are, which are basically a place where you can never hurt anyone or do violence or cause suffering in any way. Forever. Why would you bore us with this? <clears throat> Last chance. I don't care. Roll me. There is my intimidation. Yeah, that, that'd be the one. Charisma Intimidation, uh, difficulty seven. Can I help by That's basically fine. looming behind him? <laughs> also, yeah, sure. yeah well, how much? Okay, so that's what, difficulty six? Yeah, let's go with that. Then it's difficulty four. Okay. Spend a willpower. And yeah, hey, I have Intimidation. Perfect. On the willpower, three successes. Three successes. He's going to stare at you and... For a moment, you see his maniacal, almost cenobite grin crack as he is upset with the words that you've spoken about what the, your hell is like. I will not commit my soul to this child's labyrinth. Promise it's going to be so me. rad. We're going to have Taco Tuesdays every day. Promise me that I will not be struck into That's it. not how this works. That's not how this works, a-hole. You crossed that threshold when you were doing stupid bits before. Now you have to tell us your master's secrets or you go there now. I can't take it back. The wheels are in motion. You're defying to the extent of how much you can defy before you go there. Fine, give me options. <laughs> He's trying to bargain with you. It's not very good. I'm just going to roll the negative shoulders and be like, hi, you pay attention. Stop messing with us. He looks to you, Rowan, and then looks to End of Sadness. Uh, I assume that at this point, Rigel has taken an elevator up to see what's going on. I think. He looks to you all. Fine. But answer me one question. After I tell you this, my boss, Vandis Prefect, Kyellis, what do you have against him? I'll gesture to Rowan. Tried to kill me. Who 
Are you? Now you got one question. <laughs> Throw a tablet at his feet. Start talking. What do you want to know? Spill your master's most intimate secrets. Well, we have to. I'm going to have him roll willpower roll. Oh, if he refuses, he just goes to hell and breaks the deal. Well, I know. Just fuck this guy. <laughs> they specifically... Bargaining. They specifically go to your hell, or... Yeah, yeah, does he specifically go to your hell or not? Or the hell from whence um, he came? My, like, I have a hell, quote-unquote. It's not built because I don't have the charm for it, but you can condemn people to that hell. So I don't know if they go to a generic one or that one. I assumed I could, like, pre-mark them to go to my hell for when it forms. They probably go to your hell when that, uh... When it's all good, good to go. So that might have been me misreading it. Then he looks to you as oh, if yeah. you say, "Spill your boss's secrets," and he looks to you, smiles, and spits a glob of phlegm and blood at your feet. Go to your own hell. I'm just gonna come steal you from wherever you went. <laughs> doesn't matter to me once I'm gone I just come back <laughs> yeah it's not going to be hard to track down you reincarnating buddy that's the threat I assume that he instantly goes to hell yeah is that how it works instantly, <laughs> instantly. or is it just yeah. afterwards like... instantly no instantly ripped from this world oh like he gets Hellraiser style dragged in <laughs> Oh, it's super violent. Yeah, no, there, there's there's some chains that come out. His skin is his skin is uh, stretched. He just kind of looks at you all, stares right in the eyes, and just goes, "Jesus wept," and then just explodes in like, oh my god, just absolute gore viscera. It's great. It's great. I'm sorry, Rowan. Didn't that your nemesis wasn't more cohesive. I did not know who that was. Oh, you're not kidding about the hell thing. <laughs> yeah, be a good person. Call your parents. Oh, I need to... I'm going... Mm, oh, mm. Ah. Ah. There's a lot of blood here. <laughs> and I feel like that's a great place All to right. call it. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the word out about the work that we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod, Alexander Nakarada, and X-Taker UX. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. Who hires a rack? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has quite a rack. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. So, where did those backlogs come from, buddy? <laughs> so, anyway. Fuck, I wish I had access to food up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devin.
I guess out of character we get a break for the night and so on and so on. But... No, like, I mean, are we going right back to report back to the stars? Like, is that happening? Is that our next step? We were doing that and then we stopped to help uh, uh, Rowan's friend. Right. Are we still doing that? Well, the question is, do we want to do that without Holden? Shoot. Oh, shit. Shoot, I forgot about that entire point. Oh, we might need to <laughs> we might need to retcon a bit and not have that condition. <laughs> or, or we fucking fix it in post once we run the session when Holden's back. <laughs> we could clear, we could smooth this over in post. No problem. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, just could, could be entire plot points revealed without... Oof. Um, oh, yeah. Ugh. Disgusting. Yeah, just give him more potence. I don't need potence. Famori do so well on their own. They can have, like, tens in their strength <laughs> at character creation. Oh, no! Okay. Famori are scary, guys. <laughs> now I want butter just so chicken rich. pizza. <laughs> it does sound delicious. No, they even do it to the breadsticks. They even do it to the breadsticks. They make it butter chickeny in some way. Like they use those spices. Anyway. Chevron laser react building. <laughs> right? I am. <laughs> you don't need the roller skates if you don't want them. Okay. <laughs> you also don't have to be bald. <laughs> oh no. Perfect. It's we throw some serious shade at that sun laser building. <laughs> Throwing some serious shade at this building that has actually cost people money. A mall fort food court has more greenery than the Sky Garden, according to Google Image Search. How poorly did That's mage for you. That's mage for you. <laughs> what a well-made game. <laughs> You do a, not. Wait, oh shoot, I didn't have the difficulty. I had the difficulty set to eight. That's why this was causing problems. Oh no. Uh, Nefandis, if anyone tries to argue with Nefandis being a Creatures of Darkness, I will give them my home address and I have an axe ready for them because they are absolutely <laughs> Creature of Darkness. God, right? <sighs> Mage fans. Listen, I don't I don't get up in arms about some things. But the one thing that I do get up in arms about is the bad guys are not the good guys. Get fucked. Right? Hey, so, I did my part. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You know, oh, I'm yeah. doing my part. Cap, the pointy hat. <laughs> Never deal with dragons. Realizing that I totally forgot to roll a thing for him to help out. Oof. 